1: This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling.
2: Hi, I'm Tanahashi, and you are listening to the New Japan broadcast. Alright everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside, as always, by Mr. Damon McDonald, and at the time that we are recording this, it is a Saturday morning, December 31st, 2016, New Year's Eve, but... At the time that you are listening to this, it is already 2017, making this the very first PuroCast of the new year, and Damon, I can't think of a better way to kick off the PuroCast for 2017 by doing our second annual end-of-year awards. I am so wound up. Uh, Pants
1: are down. There it is, kids. The first one of the year.
2: Hashtag pants pants down.
1: Pants down. Ready to rock and roll. The first show of 2017 that you'll be hearing this. Uh, Listen, everyone knows just a few short days away, we got New Japan's biggest show of the year at Wrestle Kingdom at the Dome. We got the New Year Dash the day after. It's a great time to be a fan of this promotion. It's a great time to be doing a New Japan podcast. And here we go! It's one of our most popular shows. The uh, the outpour of, of votes and participation blew away last year's numbers because I because I got I had to count all these goddamn things. Uh, you guys are the best. Let me just say that right out of the gate. First of all, you guys are the best. Again, the numbers blown away. Fantastic response to the to these pure cast awards. Two. You are some funny motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest things about doing this, Colin, is again it's just the votes. But it's not just the votes. You know, I, I talked about it a couple of weeks ago, where you know you kind of see the swings of momentum and how people vote and what people are thinking. And I think that's pretty important. But also, it's just like the comments that people bring along. Man, they they kind of explain why they voted a certain way and why they like a certain guy or why they don't like a certain guy and. Uh, that, that can be pretty funny that some of these, some of these emails make, make my day. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and again, people thanking us for doing the show and saying, you know, that, that we're their favorite wrestling podcast. And, uh, you know, it's that kind of shit that really is like, yeah, you know, look, I don't want to go out here and sit here and, you know, pat ourselves on the back and all, but it's heartwarming. It's nice to hear. I was going to say, oh, are, are,
2: are we getting warm and cuddly Damon to start uh, off 2017? Look,
1: I, you know, I was blown away by some of the responses. Listen, there were people calling us dickheads, but, you know. I, <laughs> Such is too. life. Yeah, you know, you, you win some, you lose some, count. Uh But uh, yeah, overall, I think uh, everything everyone's positive, positive toward the Pure Cast Awards, positive toward our little show here, our little podcast. So, um, listen, again, let's kick it off right. Uh, we got an award show to do. We got Wrestle Kingdom, a little bit more to talk about, because I am fired up for Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know about you, Miller. I think this show on paper looks tremendous. Uh, Exciting new matchups. We got we got people in their prime and 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 uh, locking up for the first time in a main event and a big show. I'm thrilled, man. I am really fucking excited for this week.
2: Absolutely. Wrestle Kingdom 11, just three days away. And Damon, you are going to be there live. So you're yeah. going to get to see Kazuchika Okada and Kenny Omega lock up for the very first time in a singles match.
1: Yeah, I'm excited, man. I got to be honest with you. The butterflies are rocking. I'm packing already. Uh, uh, flights tomorrow, early tomorrow morning. So uh, a lot of people are already there, Colin. A lot of people are already there. North America. I, I'm telling you, I said it last week this is going to be the the show that that the the north american, australian, british the, the, we're going to be we're there going to be a lot of us there. We're going to make our presence there. <laughs> Get ready Tokyo. <laughs> it's, it it's going to be filled with uh, non-japanese in that building. Um, and that
2: just goes to show you how uh popular the new japan product has become um On its
1: own, and really on you
2: know the merits of a
1: of a lot of, I don't want to say underground things, but let's be one hundred percent truthful here. New Japan hasn't done a stellar job marketing itself to the to the North American audience yet. Yes, they have the access. No, but I think
2: that we're going to see some big changes in two thousand seventeen as it pertains to branching out into the Western world. Yeah,
1: uh, it's and it's going to be a tough road to hoe. It's going to be a listen. Name me a Japanese promotions that, that's done that and, and, and has been successful. You can count them on one hand if if you close your fist, right? None. Nobody's really done it. I mean, if you want to count like pride, you know, but I don't even think pride had you know that much success in the US, even if they had any, really. Um So, no. I mean, yes, there's drips and drabs of Japanese pro wrestlers that have had success in the US. But as a promotion, a Japanese-based promotion, having—I mean—real success, real success, running shows, having a, a television program that people can sink their teeth into and get interested in. Um, no, it hasn't. Hasn't happened. So uh, this will be a um, if the if the you know if the the buzzes and the and the uh, the uh, feeling of, that New Japan is throwing out there little little bits and little bits that you know. 2017 is going to be a big year for the U.S. market. You know, like I said, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a rough one. It's not going to be an easy thing to do, but it's going to be exciting. It, I, I think 2017 is going to be real exciting when it comes to again that G1. Everybody's kind of, you know, heard the rumors about that with uh, Rocky Romero and Tiger Hatori scouting buildings out there in California. Yep, mm-hmm. in Long Beach. Yeah, that should be nice. That's a and that's a nice way to start a G1, right? We know the G1s are always—those first couple shows are always exciting. Again, the web presence, the um, the uh, relationship that they currently have with uh, Ring of Honor, uh, who knows how that grows. So it's going to be interesting. So 2017 is going to be good, good for us, the show, fans of the show, fans of the product. So, all right, let's 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 see what happens.
2: Absolutely. And before we get into these uh, PuroCast end-of-year awards, Damon, I have— Two things to say. Um, Number one, I just want to thank you for not only providing our great loyal listeners with your wit and wisdom each and every week here on the PuroCast, but for taking the time to painstakingly count each and every individual vote for these awards i know that that was no easy task on your port and uh, on your part so well, thank you it myself and our listeners thank you for that oh, my friend
1: thank you i appreciate that uh that that comes with some good news and bad news though kids i will say this so wrestler of the year was tight as mola- tight as molasses I can't bless is not very
2: tight, is it? No, <laughs> it's I think t- I <laughs> what would be tight. Give me something tight. Uh man. I don't think I can. This is a family podcast, <laughs> oh, my, my
1: bad, my bad. Um, how about a uh, a mosquito's butthole? Huh? How about that? Tight? Why can't you just tight? say it it, it it was a tight race? It was a tight race, Colin. Um, so I was count literally counting votes up until the last moments. Um when I finally gave Colin the, the the okay. And it was so tight that I wanted to make sure that I counted them right. And I got a little nervous, to <laughs> be quite truthful. Um, so the good news is, is obviously we have a winner. The bad news is, is, that I couldn't get a place to make an award in enough time. So the idea of, of presenting an award, unfortunately, it's going to have to be put on the back burner. But I'm sure that whoever wins the wrestler of the year award uh, will make a stop sometime in the United States, I'm sure during this calendar year, probably sooner than later, uh, if and when that happens, I'll have it made. It will be done. It will be presented. We'll, we'll get that squared away. But it's not going to happen, unfortunately, this week, because um, I couldn't get find anybody to make it. Get it made. You know, with the holidays, places were closed. Places weren't even open, um, and the turnaround time just wasn't going to happen. So again, it will be made. We'll give it to the person. Um, or, you know, it'll be nice, but um, unfortunately, we won't be on this trip.
2: Sure. And for what it's worth, this is still a very young podcast, really, when you think about it, even though we have grown tremendously in the uh, short time that we have existed. So you can expect uh, bigger and grander things for the Purocast as well in 2017. And my my final thought before we get into the big reveal of the winners here, um, Damon, I kind of wanted to get your brief take on 2016 as a whole as it pertains to New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I'll give you my thoughts first, just very quickly. Mm-hmm. In in 2016, you know, uh, the year kind of started off um, a little bit rough. It started off both on a positive and a negative note. The positive note being Wrestle Kingdom 10, just a complete blow away show and the negative note, obviously, the departure of um, some of New Japan Pro Wrestling's biggest stars in the form of Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles. Two performers who, in my humble opinion, were were largely responsible for um, the growing Western popularity of New Japan Pro Wrestling. However, in 2016, New Japan proved to me that they are the best pro wrestling company at taking a shitty situation, turning it into a positive and creating new stars. I mean, we saw Tetsuya Naito effortlessly transition into the Nakamura role. And we saw Kenny Omega seemingly overnight transition into the AJ Styles role. So I I can't think of any other company that exists currently that would have been able to do that.
1: Listen, um, I'm just about in full agreement in, in the sense of, yes, the, the, the positives that came out of that negative situation were, are tremendous. Look at this company and look at how exciting uh, it is to have these fresh faces and this new blood at the top of the card. Um, I, 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 Kenny Omega, you know, you, you think about Kenny Omega and the year he has, he started out, you know, in a, in a juniors match. You know?
2: Yeah, I was gonna say. Think about what he has done the past two Wrestle Kingdoms. he's, he's been in uh, d- d- title matches for the the junior title.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, and now he's headlining the biggest show of the year for the biggest company in Japan and arguably the number two, two promotion in the world. I mean, this event, Wrestle Kingdom, is you know behind WrestleMania is the biggest event of the year, and it's becoming
2: um, a destination event as you were alluding to at the start.
1: Yeah. And I think he has a lot to do with that. Again, I think this this Wrestle Kingdom is going to be um, one of those events that people are willing to travel to. And a lot of these people, it's the first time even in the country. Um, again, it's not a, a trillion people, but more than I can ever remember hearing about of people going. And and I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, yeah. But the year he's had has been unbelievable. Naito is the same. Um, did it start out shaky in the sense of, okay, Look, well, here's the thing too, that this is pro wrestling, you know, people get, people could get hurt and, and you lose them for a year. Um, people, look you at know, Koda well, yeah, I mean, look at, again, any promotion, you can go down the list and, and there's, there's, you know, big stars getting hurt and they're out of action or they move or they go. And, you know, new Japan is, 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 you know, they're not immune to that, um, You know, even back in the day, you know, when Ricky Choshu jumped ship and went to all Japan, (laughs) you think that wasn't a huge deal? That's a huge deal, you know, with Tiger Mask originally, you know, and and him trying to get out Anoki with all the financial issues that were caused. And Maeda and UWF and, um, you know, the list goes on and on, you know, even Muda to a certain degree um, when he when he left. I mean, people leave. Big stars leave and they go on and they grow. And so while Nakamura and AJ... and I'll, and I'll put this more on Nakamura. I think Nakamura was more of a of a of a cog in the wheel, and AJ was a player for a, a and and super hot. Don't get me wrong, but for a, a very brief amount of time in the history of New Japan, sure, We're almost it, two years. Yeah, people come and go. You know what people come and go. But and, and I will say this again, people kind of, you know, when you get latched on to the product and that's the product that, that you that you, you know, you, you kind of discover and you now you're really super interested in. And when two big names like that go away, it might shock a lot of people. But really, in the truth of of, of the world of wrestling and, and since 1972 in New Japan, these things happen. It's, this one was just a little bit more out front because not only you know are they leaving, they're going to a place where literally people could turn on the TV and watch them every week. Right. So that was a little bit more of a bigger deal. Um, now, 2016, I think, was a fantastic year for New Japan um, and, and and Gates and numbers and and that that's all important. And, and they really remained steady, you know, through through this whole entire time. Um, I you know yes they've had shows in in places where you know the the attendance fell off you know dramatically but yet they've re- recovered in other places I think that they're they're solid and I think this dome show is really going to play a, a huge it's going to tell a, a huge tale of them moving forward with the guys that are on top um you I know, think that this I'm,
2: dome show in many ways um when we look back on it after it's all said and done I think that we are going to be saying that, this one, Wrestle Kingdom 11, was just as important as Wrestle Kingdom 9 was as it pertains to uh branching out further um mm-hmm. into the US and the uh western world.
1: Ex- uh, Colin, uh, exactly my point. In the sense of this is this is going to be one of those events that's really going to be like a a moment in time when the company's direction is going to be determined. This is a Again, from a pure entertainment spectacle pro wrestling show, this is going to be a great show on paper, right? The lineup is tremendous. But from a business and a, uh, uh, a direction and, and where this company goes, this show is massive. This show is a massive show for the importance, the relevancy uh, to the North American audience and the Japanese audience um, moving forward. This is going to be one of those things that people are going to circle and be like, okay, th- th- things started moving in this direction, and they circle the calendar, and and the Tokyo Dome show is going to be it, and even New Year Dash the next day. We always are excited th- that day after because a lot of shit usually happens that show. It's a fun show. Um, so again, that's why we're all excited. Let, let, you know, it's not just this tremendous show that we're going to see. It's okay. This is this is oh, I don't want to say a reboot or a relaunch or a. But this is really going to tell a tale of 2017.
2: Absolutely. So what do you say we get into the moment that everyone has been waiting for? The winners of the 2016 PuroCast end-of-year awards as voted on by you, the loyal PuroCast listeners.
1: Yes. Uh, many votes, many ballots were casted uh i'm excited to start revealing some of these winners we're gonna we're gonna start out right at the top colin why don't you take it away let's start off right at the top let's not wait any further let's jump right in
2: all right so here we go starting from the top to the bottom let's kick it off on a high note with wrestler of the year
1: all right so wrestler of the year 2016 uh look it, it, it we 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 talked about it earlier, how it was a two-man race, right? Well, it was even a three-man race, to be quite frank. Uh, and that was between— uh, You don't have to be uh,
2: frank. You can be Damon.
1: I'm going to be Damon for a little bit. And that was Okada, Naito, and Omega, right? We all, we all saw that coming. Well, here we go. 2016, Wrestler of the Year, number one vote, as voted by you, the listeners, Tetsuya Naito.
2: Yep, Tetsuya Naito, winner— of the 2016 PuroCast Wrestler of the Year award, as well as the uh, Tokyo Sports MVP of the Year. How about that? Yeah, he swept qu- quite a
1: few awards actually. Um, look, it was close. He, uh, it, again, I, I told the story of, of I couldn't I couldn't pre-order this award. It wasn't like you know you could see the handwriting on the wall and be able to say, okay, you know this guy's winning. I can go order this thing. Nah. Okada and Omega it was neck and neck guys and gals it was really a, a super tight race um and the problem was it was either some either people were voting for Naito or they were voting for Omega in that first spot and to follow it up the next if you voted for Omega in the first spot pretty much everyone voted for Naito second uh another way around now listen Okada got a lot of first place votes he got a lot of first place votes he also got a shit ton of third place votes um But for the majority, it was a Naito, Omega, uh, Tanahashi. eh, He didn't fare that well, to be quite frank. Um, Ishii did well. Ishii got a ton of third-place votes. Uh, He got a a nice handful of of, of first-place votes. But truth be told, this was Omega and Naito. Uh, And again, Okada was in the mix, absolutely. But um, yeah, Naito edging uh, Omega for Wrestler of the Year this year. And well-deserved. I mean, well-deserved.
2: Yeah, if you just think about the growth and the evolution of Tetsuya Naito all the way from the summer of 2015 up to this point, it's kind of amazing how, like I said earlier, Shinsuke Nakamura left, and I think that the guy who really filled that role in New Japan has been Naito. And you know what? Another interesting thing about him winning Wrestler of the Year... Um I don't think, and some of you may disagree with this, You, I, I think you'll agree with this, Damon, I don't think that Naito has had um, the best year out of anybody as it pertains to, to match quality. Now, granted, Naito was involved in many match of the year candidates. However, he's been one of those wrestlers this past year who has kind of, picked his spots, so to speak. I mean, we, we, we've we talked about it many times before in the Puro cast. You have referred to um the the LIJ handcuffs, mm-hmm. as you put it. But, you know, there's a lot of things that you have to take into consideration when it comes to wrestler of the year. You know, not it, it's not entirely 100% about in-ring quality. Of, of course, that's a huge part of it, but it's also about, you know how how much how much merch are they moving you know what is their drawing power are they you know able to sell out buildings and think about how naito he sold out that power yep. struggle in, a, yep. in in a pretty uh not so sexy looking main event against jay lethal i Correct. mean a, a, a guy who isn't Really, that familiar to the Japanese audience? I mean, that says a lot about the drawing power of Tetsuya Naito.
1: Yeah, that was a point I was that was on the tip of my tongue, Colin. Uh, that that house show, not the house show, but that that uh, uh, building Osaka, if I'm not mistaken, and Osaka is a pretty hot wrestling crowd. Let's be honest here,
2: and a crowd like that. that has been notoriously anti Naito in the past.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that might have been a, a, a large. Portion of those but even now you know what going looking back on that show it wasn't that wasn't an anti-naito crowd you know not at you all definitely no so uh and what was the under was it was that tanahashi um, and Sonata, i believe yeah so a great match look you can't you can't go back and listen to old pure cast shows i was not the biggest fan of this lij bullshit i was not the biggest fan of of uh you know we called him Larry Zabisco Naito you know <laughs> just stall you know i i couldn't i i couldn't put my head around it i couldn't wrap my head Damon,
2: around it Damon, i re- i remember when we first started off this podcast in the summer of 2015 just in time for uh, the G1 climax 25 you were very critical to put it mildly about this whole LIJ gimmick you yeah. you really laid the boots to naito at the beginning
1: yeah yeah, I was not I, – I, like I said, I couldn't wrap my head around it. So, uh, yeah, it took me a while to get on board. It, it, I, and I was probably one of the last guys on the train. No, no doubt about it. Damon um, come lately. Listen, there's no, I, I can't deny it. You go back and listen to it. It's all there. I was not a fan. I didn't get it. Uh, and, in fact, I, hurt, I, th- I thought it hurt him. I thought, I, and I thought it would hurt him in the long run. And boy, was I fucking wrong on that. <laughs> uh, he's the hottest guy in, in the in the company and arguably the hottest guy in the business. So uh, there it is, kids. 2016, it's Naito. Uh, Omega coming in second place uh, and uh, Okada in third place this year.
2: Okada getting the bronze this year. Look,
1: you know... Uh, he, he did very well for himself and there's a lot of people and the arguments are there where people could vote for him. All three of them, you know, I would not hand wave any one of them. If if if, if it turned out Omega was, was wrestler of the year, I, I would have no qualms about that. Um, and Okada, okay, I, I kind of think Omega and, and Naito, this was their years, but um, again, the arguments are absolutely there for Okada being a first place vote. Again, it was close, but Naito is your winner.
2: All right. And moving on to perhaps the most difficult category for our listeners to vote in. I know it was, for me, Match of the Year for 2016. And looking back on last year's awards, we only had 10 nominees. And, damn it, we struggled to, like, nail it down to just 20 nominees, I think we had. Like, that was a struggle. So think about that. What that uh, says me. for New Japan in 2016.
1: Yeah, I said, you know, when, when you look at that promotion, name me another promotion where you could legitimately, not just things that are on the borderline, but legitimately give me 20 matches. 20 matches that could you could have a conversation about being match of the year, right? Um, now, the voting kind of skewed in certain ways, obviously. Um, and I think the 20, it might have given people too many options, I want to say, because it did... Somewhat split votes in in kind of weirder ways, and I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but, Con, why don't you give us the the 2016 PureCast match of the year?
2: All righty, here we go. The winner for match of the year of 2016 is Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kazuchika Okada from Wrestle Kingdom 10. There
1: you go. So this again was a very close one. Um, the first place votes really did, did the key for Tana and Okada of Wrestle Kingdom winning this one. Second place was uh, Omega Naito from G1, the semifinals, finals right? Um, oh, my phone just went dead. I had them all written down. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I have the third place one. Dude, why don't you do the third place one? Cause I, I, okay, I had to reboot my phone. The
2: third place one is Okada versus Ishii from the G1 Climax, which was uh, my vote for number one, actually. Yes, which did well
1: in second and third place votes. It got a handful of uh, first place votes. When I say a handful, I mean right around 10-ish. Um, but yeah, the it, the first place votes is what – like when, when matches get first place votes, it's hard to, for other matches to overcome. You know what I mean? that, that Those five points mean a lot. Um, and, and the majority of the people that voted, when they voted, Tana and Okada was their number one vote um, – Like, for instance, the third place votes for for that match, it was only like five votes. So only five people gave it their third best vote, uh, third best. Uh, But a match like Ricochet and Osprey got a ton of third place votes, right?
2: I'm actually surprised that that match didn't make it to the top three because, I mean, that is a very American match.
1: You, You want a match that did better? Sure. That surprised me. Go ahead. So a match that beat that in in the total rankings, AJ Nakamura from Wrestle Kingdom. Really? Yes.
2: That's interesting because I think that that match, as great as it was, I think um, both of their departures almost overshadowed the memory of the match. Does that make sense? It does, but go back and watch the match. Watch
1: it with a little bit more of a... I'm just going to enjoy this for a pro wrestling match. I just did the other day, as a matter of fact. Did you? Yep. Okay. What would what, what, what you think?
2: I, I enjoy that match more now than I did when I first mm. watched it, actually. Right. Right. And I think many
1: people went back and watched matches, and they just took that match as a, um, just on its own merits. It got a lot of votes. It did very well. Um, another match that did very well was Okada Marafuji.
2: From King of Pro Wrestling.
1: Yeah. Did very well. Um Ishi Shibata did very well.
2: Yeah, from Wrestle, from King Wrestle King 10, King. that 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 was in my top 3 in, in in my votes. I think that was my number 2 as a matter of fact.
1: Yep. Uh Goto Omega did pretty well. Um I think the biggest surprise for me was the 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 Ricochet Osprey match. Um it it did well but like first place votes um like a handful, like and when I say a handful like 5ish
2: and I think it's because um, people look at that match as more of an athletic showcase of uh, the junior heavyweight division than they do as a story, if you know what I mean. I mean, Tanahashi versus Okada. That I-, I-, I watched that match for the first time the other day, actually, since Wrestle Kingdom 10 when it first aired. I, I had not rewatched that match all really? year. Okay. Nope, and 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 I watched it again, and it really does just take you on a roller coaster ride of emotions. And yeah. out of all the matches that those two guys have had, I mean, they've had so many great matches. Three great matches at Wrestle Kingdom alone. I think that this one was their Mona Lisa. Yeah, I mean,
1: that's I, 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 <laughs> look. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and and, and pants down it. Again, I think people are sick of hearing it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know how we feel about that. And, and, and you know, and, and he's saying the their, their G1 match they that that did pretty broke. It did well. It did OK in the voting, but that got recognition as well. So, you know, for them to be able to pull that off of G1 again um, is, is pretty amazing coming off of what they were able to do at Wrestle Kingdom. So so there you go. They, they, that, that's your those are your matches of the year. So Tanahashi Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. Omega Naito, the G1 semifinal, and Okada and Ishii, which is just a tremendous match. Go, go! If you haven't watched that one again, holy shit, just a, such a great match. Um, knock it in at third place. So uh, well done, boys. Excellent job uh, on the voting there as well.
2: All righty. Congrats to Tanahashi and Okada. So moving on to Junior of the Year. Well, um, this
1: one was not close. I will say that. Um, by a landslide victory... Uh, your junior for 2016 uh, is Kushida.
2: For the second year in a row, I might add.
1: Yeah, he really, uh, he, he was head and shoulders uh, in this thing. And you could kind of almost tell early how he was dis- distancing himself with the first place votes. Uh, so the, second and third, I thought, were a, a little bit more interesting, to be truthful. Um, so second place was Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay got second place, which wasn't super shocking. To me, more it was like the third place. Um, and third place was Ricochet. So Ricochet, Ospreay, and the winner, Kushida.
2: Was Prince Puma in there anywhere?
1: Prince Puma did not get any right in, oddly enough. Uh, Bushi fared okay. He got a lot of third place votes. Um, Toguchi had a lot of third place votes. There were a couple people that popped in a little Matt Seidel. Hey, That's my right boy! Yeah. <laughs> a couple people popped in Liger.
2: Hey, look, Liger had—I I think that we said this at last year's awards. He had a, a really great year. I mean, for for Liger,
1: yeah, for what Liger is, is is supposed to produce and where he is on a show and where he is in in the in the grand scheme of things, yeah, I think Liger had a very strong 2016 for a fifty-something-year-old guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and and people recognize that he got a uh, he got a handful of votes. Uh, and again, Seidel Taguchi did did well. Uh, but yeah, by and large, this was uh, Kushida's show, and uh, the voters spoke early and often, giving him the top prize in our awards.
2: And you know, I really think that the booking of Will Ospreay had a large part to uh, do with Kushida winning because will osprey we we we've said it so many times now he came in red hot and if he would have been booked a, a, a little bit more stronger and i don't know you're probably saying colin he won the best of the super juniors yes he did. but after that man he just it, if he would have captured the uh IWGP junior heavyweight title and you know had a little run with it I, I I think that this category would be a different story. I think Will Ospreay would have won if he wasn't um, booked the way that he was. If if Will Ospreay was Bushy, would he have won this award? If Will Ospreay was Bushy. In other words, he would be spraying was,
1: mist. Well, my bad, right? <laughs> um, it, it, my point being, like, if he had the opportunities that Bushy had this year, had a little short little little cup of coffee with the belt, um, you know, bigger Longer, it felt like a longer feud with uh, Kushida at the top. Winning the and if he still won the Best of the Super Junior, so if he won the Best of the Super Junior and and had the kind of year that Bushi had, w- sitting with the belt, would he be would he be the Junior of the Year?
2: I think it's a safe bet. And I'll tell you yeah. what. A- another thing that I find interesting. I don't know about you, but I can name more memorable. Will Ospreay matches from 2016 than I can Kushida matches. No. no You're in disagreement I mean, there? Yeah, because... Not not to say that Kushida had a bad year because obviously he didn't. He had some tremendous matches. I mean, that uh, match that he had with Kyle O'Reilly from night yeah. one of Best of the Super Juniors, a tremendous match. But yeah. I don't know. Will Will Ospreay, just in my mind, his body of work stood out more in really? 2016 than Kushida I don't so. did.
1: Well, you know what? Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Minus the Ricochet match. Minus the Ricochet match. And any match that he was in there with Kushida, what else did he have?
2: Well, that's the thing. I was just about to correct myself there because I think that I might be taking into account matches that he had outside of, uh, New <laughs> Japan Pro Wrestling. Like right. I'm thinking about that Marty Skrill match from Rev oh, right. Pro at the beginning of the year. <laughs> right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that, about his stuff in ROH.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, there's there's plenty that he you can dip your toes into with him. He's you know he's he, and, and the evolve stuff at WrestleMania uh, WrestleMania uh, weekend, right? Yeah, that stuff. Um, so yeah, he's had a, a an outstanding year. Unfortunately some of that stuff that we look back on didn't occur necessarily in a new Japan ring.
2: Yeah. But at, as a whole, just to me, you know, if, if, if we're going outside of new Japan, I think that Osprey had a more impressive body of work for 2016. That's just my opinion, but nevertheless... Especially early. Yeah.
1: Especially early, Colin. Yeah, especially the first half of the year. I, I, I'm, I'll i give you that. That's the thing, and and, and,
2: that's, that's, and that, that, that's like the story with Osprey. Early, early on, you know, when he first got hot.
1: Yeah, but we were saying the same thing about Kushida, too, in the beginning of the year. You know, when we were talking in the beginning of the year, we were talking about, you know, how Kushida was having a fucking fantastic year and how he, he could, there could be talk of him in Wrestler of the Year if he kept it up. I gotta be honest, it was that Super fucking Jacob that screwed everything up. <laughs> From that was that was really the moment that the juniors just disintegrated in my eyes. I now, think listen- that
2: Super Jacob screwed everything up. Like the I course really- of the rest of the year for everything in the <laughs> world, that just. <laughs>
1: Really, just put everything on its axis. Yep. Um, well, listen, I, I we're, I'm excited for what we got going on here with Takahashi and uh, and Kushida at the Dome. Uh, to me, Takahashi's the and you know which one I'm talking about. You Tira, um, right? You no. Know, um, you know, I'm excited, and I and I think to me, he, he going into the Dome for me personally, he's the one guy that has the most juice. So again, 2017 is going to be a real real telling year for how this juniors situation rebounds but um yeah i mean that's that's uh beginning of the year was 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 crucial and then things seem to unravel all right so there's your junior situation for 2016
2: yep congrats to kushida for uh, becoming the 2016 junior of the year and the very first ever uh multi-time PuroCast end-of-year award winner. So there you go. Uh, There you go. All right. Moving on to uh, one of our um, not-so-sexy categories, Tag Team of the Year.
1: Yeah, well, listen, we we talked about this one uh, not being close, and it really wasn't. Um, uh, 2016 was not a banner year for the tag team division, right? We all know that. But uh, one team stood out. And um, that team, the 2016 Pure Cash Tag Team of the Year, the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks.
2: And that should come as no surprise to anyone. I mean, this was a runaway Young Bucks year.
1: Yeah. In a new Japan ring, absolutely. Uh, And I think a lot of people, uh, you know, may have, uh, you know, used the revival, not the revival. Uh, Hey, they're a great team. Uh, I know, but I wanted—I did not want to say three. The elite <laughs> is what I wanted to say, Colin. But you know why? Because I had revival in my head because there's this thread on the classic board, and they were talking about tag teams of the year, and, and they got mentioned, and it was just a big fucking clusterfuck. But um, no, the elite is what I'm trying to say, Colin. Um, the work that the Young Bucks did in the elite uh, may have played a factor in that. But yeah, this was a blow runaway run away, uh, for the Bucks. Uh, no real competition. Seidel and Ricochet—they uh, were in the mix there. Colin um, Rapongi in the mix. Briscoe's um, in the mix. Even God was was certainly in the in the mix um, for second and third place. Uh, but this year it was Young Bucks winning. Second place was Ricochet and Seidel, and third place was—and I think. The end of the year, we talk about people's beginnings of the year being hot and then cooling off. I think just the opposite for this tag team. G.O.D. G.O.D. picking up the third place for for tag team of the year.
2: And I think that that's why they even got in the third place position because of uh, the matches that they had at the end of the year. If, if if they didn't start to pick up the slack, I don't even think they would have made it.
1: Yeah, I I, I really think these last couple of months – Helped even give them a consideration for making the top three. Rapongi just missed the top three. Um, Briscoes were, were in the mix, um, but yeah, uh, Bucks. I was kind of surprised at Seidel and Ricochet. Actually, I was a really? little bit yeah, I was a little bit surprised. I just didn't think they had
2: a huge body of work. So you 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 weren't very high on uh, Seidel and Ricochet. <laughs> nice one,
1: Colin. Fucking home run. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, listen. There wasn't it wasn't a huge. Pl- we had people that just gave two votes, <laughs> and they were like, "I can't come up with a third. <laughs> right? It's like I fucking just can't do it. I I, it. I I can't in good conscience give them a vote. You know how that feels, Colin. Um, <laughs> I I see what you did there. See what I did there? Um, yeah, but uh, we knew early and we knew often that the bucks were taken away. Uh, I, to, to give you a, a decent clue. Um, there was at one point where the young bucks had just, everybody voted young bucks, number one. Um, and you know, this is probably halfway through and they had about three second place votes and no third place votes. Right. So people were just voting young bucks, number one across the board. Um, yes, GOD picked up a handful of first place. Briscoes picked up a handful of first place. Um, but it was nowhere near the amount the young bucks got. And, uh, you have it. Tag team of the year, the Young Bucks.
2: You know what? One of my favorite matches in general was um, in in 2016, and I'm talking in all of uh, pro wrestling. What's that? That six man match that we saw oh. at the uh, ROH uh, 14th anniversary show in Vegas. It was the Elite versus uh-huh. Kushida, uh, ACH, uh-huh. and Matt Seidel. That makes my probably my top ten. For matches of the year in general for 2016, I love that match.
1: Me too. Okay, I did, and I think the crowd there loved it too. I thought it was it was a hot crowd for that match specifically. And again, that was coming right off of uh, <laughs> that was coming right off of uh, Omega. Kenny. Yeah, Kenny uh, winning the IC
2: um, title, beating yep. Kanahashi.
1: Yep, yep. So he was. Did he win the title yet? Yeah, I I I know it came right off a of dash. Did
2: he win the? He was he the IC champion? Yep, he was the IC champion at that point. Okay, he had yeah, just so... won it.
1: Yeah, so he was he was super red hot. The crowd, they you know wherever the Bucks go, that seems like especially on an ROH show, they they're always getting a good. Go reaction. back and watch so, that
2: match, though, kids.
1: Yeah, it was a good match. I really, yeah, it was it, it, it was one of those it, American style PWG ROH main event kind of you know those type of matches. It was it was good. I, re, I yeah, I definitely remember four it and a quarter, Damon. It. Uh, it, was, it was over four. I know that it was good. <laughs> it, was, it was a fun fucking match. That's for sure.
2: Alrighty, moving on to show of the year for 2016.
1: Well, uh, unfortunately, once again, this was a I don't want to say necessarily a runaway like the way the uh, Bucks took the the tag um, award, but um, there was a clear and, and definitive winner, and the show of the year, according to you, our loyal listeners, uh, was exactly this time last year, Wrestle Kingdom 10. Is our 2016 show of the year?
2: That's right, and honestly, this comes as no surprise to me. What a, and uh, that's the thing about Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, I I have a feeling that it's a safe bet that we'll be saying the same thing next Mm. year at this time about Wrestle Kingdom 11. Just from top to bottom, Wrestle Kingdom is always a blowaway show, and it's uh, because it's fun and it's a, it's 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 the most event. Kind of like the only thing I can kind of think
1: of is the the G one finals. That's the only thing to me that comes close in the calendar year. Out of at this is an event. This is the biggest building. This is this is the lights and and the video packages and the cool entrances and and pyro the pyro and and you know you know twenty eight thousand thirty thousand people
2: and just fantastic matches. And just to to interject something really quick, I I I hear uh, on the streets. That uh, the ticket sales for this year's Wrestle Kingdom are uh, better than last year's, so I think Damon that uh, maybe we might be looking at uh, thirty thousand possibly in attendance. Right.
1: that's that. That's what I predicted. I think I think we'll be at thirty, maybe a little bit higher, and that's great news for Naito and, and Oega. Right, that's that's tremendous yep. news. If if they can if they can match what what uh, last year brought, awesome. If they could find a way to just nudge a little bit higher, ooh, that's a feather in their fucking cap. That's that's something they can they can do, they can strut. They can they can uh, they can do a little Ric Flair strut. <laughs> you know what
2: they should do? I, I I have a brilliant idea for how to really pack the dome. You know how when Okada makes his entrance, you know you see the Okada uh, bucks just flying everywhere. I do outside of the dome. They should just have tickets just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just flying everywhere like confetti. <laughs>
1: They, they, um, I, I think I read it in the Observer this past one, um, and I knew about it from before, but, um, in, in the lean years, you know, with the whole f- stupid fucking MMA, Enoki's obsession with having his wrestlers get their ass kicked in the ring, um, they were, there were times where they would give away tickets and people wouldn't show just out of spite, like just out of the fact that they hated the way that the promotion was going. Like they were giving away tickets and people weren't going, um, yeah. So, uh, no, no, let not, I don't want I don't want a padded house. I want people buying tickets and, and, uh, and supporting the product. That's what I really want. Colin, I, I, I'm, I'm dead serious, man. I have, I've never heard of so many non-Japanese people flying in for this show. I, I, I mean, and it might be because I'm in a bubble and that's, that's really our audience and, you know, who we communicate with on a daily basis. I've never heard of of so many people traveling and and saving their pennies and hard earned money to make this and, and using vacation time and making it work to to go. I mean, there's people that are staying in those for a week in those little capsule hotels. You oh,
2: know what I'm talking like, about like uh, hostels? No,
1: no. A hostel would be like the fucking Four Seasons. <laughs> um, no, it's it it's it's a it's a building, right? Uh huh. That has these little. They're almost like it's. I think of a mausoleum,
2: Like right? like, yeah. like like an alien when, when Sigourney Weaver came out of her uh, space induced uh, sleep.
1: Yeah, like a little pod, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like a mausoleum where there's just these cubby holes, right? That's that's your room. That's where you sleep. Only in Japan. Well, well, yeah, yeah. And like, I can't imagine spending a week there. Like, here's the thing, my. I, when I go somewhere like this, and, and again, Bali was a big mistake, but <laughs> Bali. Bali, um, I, I gotta go someplace that's like I'm familiar with. I gotta go to a Hilton, or I gotta go to a Hyatt, or I gotta go to a Marriott, you need or a room, I gotta go to, in other words, I need a fucking room. And listen, even by Japanese standards, rooms are pretty small, um, or you know, by North American standards, should I say, um. Yeah, so uh, Eric texted me this morning. Eric finally got there from the Classic but He got there uh, this morning. Um, He's like, oh, my room. It's a fucking closet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Should have worked over the box, buddy. Um, I figured you
2: guys would have been flying out together.
1: No, well, I, I went before Like, I, I booked it before him, and I kind of uh, convinced him to go. And I think, you know what convinced him to go? G1. Okay. Like, he got the bug G1. He was like, oh, fuck, this is going to be great. All right, i gotta got, I gotta find a way to go um so yeah he he booked before me but yeah, he flew out yesterday and uh got there this morning but All right, getting, where are we here
2: uh getting getting back to the show of the year though wrestle Kingdom um as I was saying this should come as no surprise to anyone I mean we had not one not two but three match of the year candidates from this show alone so mm-hmm. uh there you go wrestle Kingdom 10 show of the year for 2016. Yep.
1: Yep, second place was a uh, King of Pro Wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, which was an outstanding show. And third place was, uh, and, and this is where maybe the problem when we talk about you know people splitting their votes. Um, third place was the G1 semifinal, the eight thirteen, the August thirteenth show. That was
2: the Omega Naito show.
1: Correct. Yes. Uh, but right behind it, right on its heels was the twelfth show. That was Tanahashi Okada. Um, Yes, so that's that's the order. Kingdom, King of Pro Wrestling, then the uh, 813 G1 Semi. Power struggle, a handful of votes. Dominion, handful of votes. Um, but that that's how the, the voting fell this year.
2: And not to harken back to match of the year, but if you were to ask me, what was a better match, um, Tanahashi and Okada from the G1, or Omega and Naito from the G1, that's... A very difficult question for me to answer, and mm. quite frankly, I don't know if I can give you a, a a definite answer because I love both of those matches for different reasons, and I think yeah. that those two matches played a uh, big part in the splitting up of these two G one shows. So there you go.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that. um I think the Omega Naito match was, and I put this in the old air quotes, was more spectacular. Right, and the and the Okada Tanahashi match was more
2: dramatic. That's make a very sense? good point. Yes, perfect sense. Thank you, Colin. I appreciate that.
1: All right, uh, and you don't so often
2: that's... make sense, Damon. So
1: I really don't. I'm a blathering idiot. Something blithering, 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 blithering. See, see right, case right, in right point. <laughs> right, <laughs> I prove I prove my own dopiness. Oh, I'm a fucking moron. All right, let's move on. <laughs> All right. again, why do you people listen to the show? Oh my lord! All right, here we go
2: most improved for a 2016, and in, in, in my mind, the most interesting category that we have here?
1: Very tight. I will say this. that This is mosquito-ass uh, territory, kids. Very tight. Um, it's... it's uh, I can't even say it's a three-man race. It was like three or four. Um, but the, 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 the way that the voting balanced out was very interesting. Um, so here we go. And I think this is a very important award right it's one of my favorite awards because this is a fun award to see the progression and really kind of latch on to somebody as they're growing into their role and growing into the position and becoming someone like to me this is a fun part about being a pro wrestling fan uh, this this particular award and what it means all right so with that said uh, you guys voted the most improved pro wrestler in a promotion that is chock full of arguably the greatest wrestlers on the planet. These are the guys who have pro- improved the most. The Number one, the winner,
2: 2016, Juice Robinson wins Most Improved. Juice Robinson, the most improved wrestler of 2016. And let's think about that for a moment because when Juice first debuted in New Japan, Damon, the both of us were kind of um saying the same thing. Shitting like, on him. what <laughs> well, you, <laughs> the you, fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. We we're we were like what what's this guy doing here? Like I, I don't I don't get it. But now as more of the, the the pieces have uh fallen into place, Juice we we've said it before, he had a very slow progression in New Japan. I mean, he was CJ Parker in NXT. He decided to leave that all behind head to Japan and uh, just start from scratch. And while we were critical from him in the beginning, um, he slowly, um, you know, let's let's go back to the old cupcake analogy. You know, Juice was, <laughs> he yeah. was whisking that bowl. He was yeah. whisking and whisking. And finally, we got a, a delicious tasting cupcake.
1: Yeah, he was washing dishes for fuck's sake yeah, for months. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know? right. You know, and we're like, dude, are you gonna make us a fucking cake or what? He's gonna sit there and watch di- wash dishes all day. Um, the, 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 and again, the, we brought up this point up in a earlier podcast is that we don't have patience, we, or or at least in this particular case, we didn't have patience. I don't We've, have patience we, we, in general. Well, I mean, you, you, listen, you're looking at the definition of non-patience. <laughs> um, and, that, and that's a problem when you have a guy who, like you said, is going to strip it all down to nothing and and work your way up, um, which he has obviously more patience than us. The promotion has more patience than us. Um, and that's something that we can learn from in the sense of, OK, not everybody's going to come in and nor should they come in and just be a world beater. Um, some guys are going to do the right things by their career take their time uh, and rebuild in a, in a proper manner. And, and trust me, it's a proper manner because it's a noticeable manner. And, you know, the, the, the listeners of this particular podcast, uh, great. Um, you know, I remember last year, Jews, Jews had people writing in, you know, least popular or, you know, most not liked or disliked or whatever yeah, least, we call the least that. favorite. Yeah. So he had plenty of votes going in, in his favor there. And again, I think for a lot of the same reasons that we talked about. Listen, is he is he uh, 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 Prince Devitt? Is he um, uh, AJ Styles? Is he Kenny Omega? No, no. But he is certainly a thousand times more enjoyable than where he was last year. Uh, the dude is got a singles match, and listen, he's there to to put over Cody Rhodes, mind you, and probably. Wouldn't it be awesome if Juice gets the win?
2: Oh, that would be, that, be oh, that would blow my mind if Juice I Robinson will, defeated Cody. You, you want that to happen, don't you? Oh, I would pop.
1: I would fucking go berserko. Yeah. I yeah, I would I would go
2: nuts. The hate um, for Cody Rhodes is just seething from you, Damon. I can feel it. Here it is,
1: my man. It's not that I hate Cody Rhodes himself. I hate the fact that in my mind. That's a spot that doesn't mean dick-off to the, to the Japanese audience. I know. It's, it's, and, and he's taking it from someone else that I think could deserve it. I, I Just just me. I, that bothers me. Um, let, let, let's see what kind of match he has. Uh, but, but, yeah, that's how we feel about that. But wouldn't that be awesome? Getting but back that's... to
2: Juice, though, like, like you said, if you would have told us that Juice Robinson would have a singles match on the biggest show of the year, yeah, we, we would have said, you're out of your fucking mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice, you know, that's and it's a you you talked about it last week how that's a nice little spot for him, a perfect opponent. So, no, I mean, it, and again, it's a progression. I think the odds are that he's he's losing this match if he can put what we're looking for out of Juice is a good performance. We're looking for a good performance out of Juice. Um make make this match again, we're not asking for you to make it, you know, in our top 5 next year. Make it, make it good. Make it a good match. And uh, I think that'll help in the progression, Juice Robinson. But way to go. Hats off to Juice. Well done. Uh, all right. So second place, right?
2: Yeah, Again. second place going to Evil.
1: Yes, Evil, um, which a little bit surprised me, to be truthful. Um, uh, I, I know – I don't know if we did a good job enough of kind of putting that bug in people's ear. I think sometimes when we do our sh- like when we did our show from Bali and we gave our picks, um, you know, I think people use that sometimes as an influence to their votes. Not everyone. I'm not saying that, but I think that in some cases it, it it is. Um, and you know, maybe we talk a little bit more about other guys and how what kind of year they had. And I know Juice is probably one of them. But we did talk a little bit about Evil, and I know I mentioned Evil and the kind of year he had and where he was uh, a year ago. Um, people saw it and people recognized it and people uh, voted in kind, giving him second place. Um, it was it was close, but it wasn't super close. It wasn't like Wrestler of the Year close. Um, but second place is a really good good spot for for Evil in Most Improved. I think it's well deserved and probably a guy that might fall under the radar a little bit uh, when it comes. But you guys, uh, with your votes, I think helped not make it under the radar. So second place for Evil. Uh, You want to do third? Do third.
2: Sure. And uh, third place actually kind of surprised me, not because um, I'm surprised that he made it, but I'm surprised that he was at number one, and that is uh, Yoshihashi. Because to me, out of anyone... um, Yoshihashi was the most improved wrestler in my eyes and I, I think the reason why he's in third place and not first place is because let's face it, Yoshihashi's been around for a while
1: right right. Yo- Yoshihashi people you know he's just giving the opportunity a lot of people's arguments was he's just giving the opportunity to shine more right uh, and show what he can do. Um, yeah, I thought he would be second. I thought he was a real close contender for first. Yeah, I, I, I thought
2: he was going to be first going into this when we first announced the nominees. I thought Yoshihashi, absolutely. I mean, between the matches that he had, um, the two matches with Kenny Omega. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but I think people are savvy enough to, to see that, hey, Juice has literally improved in the ring where Yoshihashi has delivered things that he already has in his arsenal. Right. Um, and just was never able to shine. And I think Evil is kind of like the, the mix of the two, right? I think Evil is kind of sort of the mix of the two. Um, but yeah, I, 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 like going into it, if you said who's, who's winning this, I would have probably have said either Juice or Yoshihashi and Evil third. But um, nope, the votes worked out. Juice, Robinson first, Evil second, Yoshihashi uh, taking the third place. Uh, David Finley got plenty of third place votes. Plenty I, I of thought he would have made
2: it um I-, I thought he was gonna be number three actually I really did
1: yeah he had plenty of third place votes um uh, a handful of first place but mostly third place votes uh God got a handful a couple people threw in a Tonga
2: uh, Loa wow yeah a couple people threw in a Tonga loa obviously um, based on his end of year performances
1: yeah listen it's definitely an improvement over what it was uh sonata got a couple votes um, uh, actually, a little bit more than a couple. He got, he he did okay.
2: Sonata I mean, to me, yeah, uh, he he's, yeah. he was great right off the bat.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't think. Um, I think he what he got was is a very cool character, a very good look. Um, he doesn't look like a you know, you know a uh, Japanese uh, pop idol, right? He looks like a fucking badass. <laughs> um, and he's
2: got some cool music as well.
1: Yeah, it helps, and it helps being in, in a very cool, uh, hot uh stable so that's um, an understatement <laughs> yeah right so and a leather jacket that helps to come. that
2: i was just thinking about that uh, the yeah. other day actually 2017 yeah. you know damon i've i've been making my list yeah of uh things that i really want to accomplish and i like this improve right. upon in 2017 yeah. and uh you're I, I i think 2017 finally you're gonna see me in that leather jacket
1: Fuck! All right, nice, good boy. I like to hear that. That's this. This is your year, Colin. I, I feel it. it I, I it, can it, feel it too. Yeah, yeah. All right. I like this. I like this new Colin Miller, Everybody. Woo, He's gonna be doing solo shows soon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's not get he's crazy gonna, now. Fucking! He's gonna be. He's gonna be kicking ass and taking names in 2017. I like this. He's gonna be uh, come you know, he's gonna pull into work in his car. Sexy boy's gonna be playing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Or uh, the 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 hitman theme, yeah, yeah.
1: Take off your sunglasses, give it to the secretary. Be great. you know I do
2: that when I'm in the elevator at work, or actually when I'm walking through the halls and nobody is there. Mm. Remember when uh, Bret Hart's entrance when he would come out and he would kind of hold his hands and yeah, kind of look around. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I do that all the time as I'm walking through the halls.
1: I will I will say this: what I've been doing a lot lately is. Um... I've been doing a lot of the low in burnables. I've been doing the oh, chest pound, yeah? hand, hand the you know, eye. Yeah, I've been doing, I just out of nowhere. I've been sitting at dinners. Like,
2: <laughs> I also do the uh, the uh, Kenny Omega gun sign. Oh
1: yeah, right. The click, click. Yeah, yeah. Look at you. We're all we're like big pro wrestling fans. We are, aren't we? Yeah, people looking at us like we're morons. All right. Um,
2: so that's most improved.
1: Juice, Evil, Yoshihashi.
2: Where yeah. are we on to next? So Juice Robinson, well-deserved, most improved wrestler of 2016. And we move on to a biggest disappointment of the mm-hmm. year. Collins, 2016. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey. well, your 17 is going to be great. Um, hey, my 16 wasn't too shabby either, but you're right. 17 is going to be a improvement.
1: That's going to be most improved. That's going to be the winner of most improved.
2: Yeah, Co- Colin, Colin Miller. Colin
1: <laughs> Miller. Yeah. Nice. I like this. All right. So biggest disappointment, um, it was somewhat close. um, But uh, as voted by you, our our lovely listeners, you all kind of felt the same way we did here on the show by giving the biggest disappointment of 2016 to the Super J
2: Cup. And this choice does not surprise me at all because think about, number one, when it was announced early on in the year that we were going to see a Super J Cup, I mean you just think about the legacy of the Super J Cup name and you think about all those great matches from the one from nineteen ninety-four and you think about um the the State of the Junior Division. You know, people were arguing that it was mid nineties level, the talent that that, that, that New Japan had. And not even New Japan, but other promotions. Well, yeah, had. yeah, exactly. Other promotions. I mean, from Noah and Dragon Gate and all Japan, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this was such a such a misfire, such a missed opportunity.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, when it was announced, everybody's pants were down, and everybody was just just jazzed,
0: to drooling, no end,
1: drooling at the idea of the Super J Cup. And then as you kind of got, okay, well, you know, it's going to be all these promotions, but they're not going to send their best guys in this, you know? So, so your, your expectations were, you know, you kind of knocked down a little bit and then you got the lineup and you're like, it got knocked down a little bit. And then the matches happened and you're like, okay, is there okay? And you're hoping for night two and night two, you know, it was an empty building and, and all the shenanigans from, uh, the, the Noah contingencies, um, contingencies, contingents. Um, We all know what happened. It was was a massive uh, fart in the collective faces of all of us wanting something tremendous. Um, Now, listen, if you like farts to the face and you think that's tremendous, great. Most people don't.
2: Hey, I I know some folks that—
1: That are into that? Yeah. Really, I don't. Um, Regardless, this was a uh, disappointment, I think, on all levels. I don't think anybody walked out of this thinking that this was— a massive success, and I don't think anybody walked out of this thinking that they uh, got their taste buds satisfied for what they thought the Super J Cup was going to be. I'm so, going to be quite
2: blunt that go. that second Super J Cup show, the the finale, yeah, that was one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life. Wow, you you
1: you haven't sat through some WWF house shows in the eighties. <laughs> I
2: no no I I mean I've I, I've watched them too. I've watched some of the old you know eighties MSG WWF shows, but yeah, just it, it 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 was terrible.
1: Again, it was disappointing too. It, it, and the show itself was was tough
2: to get through. Like I I remember texting you and like just thinking, oh my god, this is I was shit. I was dreading doing the podcast actually. After we watched that, I, I, because I'll tell you what, what, what did we get out of the Super Jacob? I think that, I think that that tournament as a whole hurt Kushida. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, the the whole, look, give me, give me a positive that came out of it. The positive that came out of it was Tomato.
2: Right? Yeah. uh, Tomato. People know Tomato. I'm, right. I'm 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 still campaigning for that tomato cheeseburger uh, tag you. team by the way.
1: Oh, I'm starving. I could use a tomato <laughs> cheeseburger. Um look, not it was it was a wreck and it was what it was. All right, so that was number 1. Would you like to know what number 2 was, Colin? Absolutely. Go ahead. All right. Well, it's a continuing theme here um with the number 2 pick. It's that tag team division. Maybe you've heard of it. New Japan has it. Um it's the They thing have two where- of them. Yeah, they have a couple they have multiple ones. <laughs> yeah, they have three of them, actually. <laughs> yes. Never mind. Well, look, <laughs> our fans aren't too thrilled with the, the, uh, the directions that uh, 2017, or excuse me, 2016 uh, took for our uh, beloved tag team championships, and uh, your voices were heard. It's number two in the biggest disappointment once again. Uh, I believe it was last year's number one, right? I believe so. I think it was. Um, I'm almost sure wasn't. it? I think it was. Um... Well, look, we had a lot of uh, a lot of shit that we had to wade through when it came to this uh, tag team tournament, and I think the uh, even the junior belts have gotten dinged up while we're talking about tag team divisions, uh, and of course the the, the 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 never the never truth be told the the never six man is to me more exciting than any of them.
2: Yeah, because at least uh, you get some fun out of those titles right i mean i i have no doubt that that gauntlet match that we're going to see at the dome I, 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 that's probably going to be fun oh it's
1: i i, I imagine it's going to be fun i mean i think the, the gauntlet style whatever like the first two or three matches are going to be it's going to be complete horseshit right it's going to be like a three-minute match and a two-minute match just to fucking kill i mean how much time can they possibly give that horseshit right so you know those first couple of falls are going to be You know, out of nowhere, easy paycheck, out the door. It's going to be like Bushwhackers in the fucking Royal Rumble. (laughs) Luke. (laughs) Right, just doing the fucking strut down and then whoop, over the top, (laughs) and then out the door. (laughs) I want to see you doing that
2: at the Dome, by the way.
1: (laughs) I would do anything to do that. I want to be in the Rumble. I would do—I would—if they would let me—can I—listen. Anyone listening to this, there's any pull, Ring of Honor, listen, I know who listens to this fucking show. Here's what I want. You know how, you, how you're hooking up King uh, Haku, right, last year? And he just shows up with a Bullet Club t-shirt. And he, re- I, Listen, I I will bring the fatigues, right? I will bring the uh, – The camo pants. The, right, the camo pants is what I'm alluding to. And I'm going to do the bushwhacker Rock right down to the ring. I don't care who the fuck throws me out. It could be one of your young lions. I don't give a shit. I'm going to do it. Throw me over the top. I hit the fucking ring. Boom. And then I'm doing the bushwhacker stroke right out the fucking
2: door. And imagine I, me watching the uh, English commentary feed, hearing uh, oh, Steve Carino, Kevin, it's bushwhacker Damon. And he looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's fucking huge. Uh,
1: I, I will pay 500 American. I'll pay 500 American if we can make this happen to whoever can make this happen for me. All right. That, there's the offer. That's the best I can do. All right. Kyle, um, where are we? Tag team division uh, number two. Would you like to hear the third biggest disappointment, Colin? Yes, I would. All right. Well, that would be, as voted by the fans, uh, the talent, the New Japan talent, specifically your Nakamura's, your AJ's, your Carl Anderson's, your Doc Gallows,
2: And your and Kota Ibushi, to a certain extent. To a certain extent, again.
1: Well, listen, I don't know if you know this. Kota going to be on this, uh, or he's going to be at the Dome. I heard he's going to be at the Dome. Yeah, I
2: don't I, know. If, I heard that, too. Um, yeah. He yeah. he may or may not have a uh, a tiger head
1: <laughs> in his bag. <laughs> um, yeah, or he may have bought just bought a ticket. Um, no, it's the talent leaving for the WWE. That's that was number three as voted for by the fans. We talked about that earlier. Yeah, and
2: and and that's one of those black cloud silver lining situations. Correct. Because look, n- nobody was more bummed out than me right. when. AJ and Nakamura were uh, headed to New York, as they say. But again, look how effortlessly New Japan handled that situation. I mean, the groundwork was already laid in the summer of 2015 for Naito to kind of transition into that Nakamura role. And, you know, we, we saw in February they they strapped the jetpack to Kenny Omega and that that guy being as talented as he is had no problem uh seamlessly fitting into the AJ Styles role and and here we are um with so much excitement going into Wrestle Kingdom 11. So yeah, number 3 um very disappointing at the beginning of the year, but again, uh we 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 did see a silver lining.
1: Yep. Now um Again, things could have taken a turn for the worse. I mean, the commitment that New Japan gave Kenny Omega. And that helps. was the fear, too. Oh well, yeah. You know? I mean, that's that's has a lot to do with that middle or that, you know, that springtime area, the March, April, May where it seemed like Kenny Omega was kind of cooling off a little bit, right? Remember that? Um,
2: yeah, we, just, we did not uh, see him winning the G1. That's that's no. for certain.
1: No. And then uh, again, the the jetpack was reapplied. Uh, and by jetpack, I mean uh, a recommitment by the company <laughs> to a certain Kenny Omega. So that helps. Um, and again, it helps a person's motivation, and it helps a person's drive and focus, and uh, and look at him now. He's headlining the
2: dome. So there we have it.
1: All right, um, let's move on to uh, one of my favorite categories, Colin. It's the unsung hero. Why don't you take this one?
2: Yeah, this is our uh, last non-write-in uh, category where we actually had a list of nominees. And... Um Want me to just announce it? Yeah. Why don't you give them the the, the rundown?
1: Give a, the number one unsung hero.
2: All right. Here we go. The winner of unsung hero for 2016 is none other than Hiroki Goto. And Damon, what do we call him? Hey, Chief J. That's right.
1: Chief Jay Goto. Um, and good for him. At least at least we recognize him um, as one of those important cogs in the wheel that keeps the uh, the 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 engine running he definitely is and he's had one of those years that um again absolutely unsung um a lot of guys for a lot of people it's their favorite wrestler you know and and they recognize him as as one of those guys that gatekeeper to the stars is that what you want to call him um that's why we call him the chief jay goto for those of you unaware uh, you know back in the day was Chief Jay, who was putting over the big heels for the big runs uh, later on against uh, your Backlands and your San Martinos. Um, So Goto, yeah, he's one of those guys that just can't seem to find his groove. And we say that a lot, right? Goto's got a lot of little catchphrases with us, right?
2: He really does. I think that he has the most. And I, I even remember when we did that uh, interview with our buddy Kevin Kelly in uh, Vegas we mm-hmm. were talking about maybe that show was going to be when Goto, uh, quote-unquote, got his groove back. Yeah. We've didn't quite seen... get it, did he? <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't.
1: Uh, how about that interview with Kevin Kelly? That was a good one. That was, that was one of how many interviews have we done so far?
2: Well, we only have what? one interview so far <laughs> in, the, uh, in the illustrious PuroCast interview series, but we're hoping to change that in 2017.
1: Yeah, we're hoping. Well, I think Technology
2: depends upon that, folks. Uh, equipment, yeah. uh, cash. Yeah. You know, this is a, I don't know if you know, this is a non-for-profit organization uh, <laughs> yeah, that, right. that we run here. So Right. Our budgetary
1: uh, requirements are high, but unfortunately our uh, funds are low. All right. Um, so gocho winning the Most Unsung Hero Award for 2016. Colin number two came in as a little bit of a surprise to me. Um, because he was one of those guys that I wasn't even
2: sure if he was really unsung.
1: I mean, uh, but
2: yeah, according... we, 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 had talk of, uh, putting him in wrestler of the year, quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we really didn't, I didn't really think of him as unsung, but apparently a lot of people
1: did. And, and when you think about it, they, they might be right. Um, so number two, if you want to rattle that one off by all means, number two is a big Mike, Michael Elgin. Yeah, Michael Elgin, uh, intercontinental champion for uh, a good couple months. There, he had the uh, table match, uh, or excuse me, the ladder match with Kenny Omega. That was. Uh,
2: I think there were tables involved in that match. So there, I
1: think there were everything handcuffs, right? Yeah, it was a like a TLC of, match. <laughs> it really <laughs> turned into that. Uh, but he and
2: he had a strong year.
1: Um, I, I think his G one performance was 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 great. Um,
2: Elkin's one yeah. of those wrestlers that kind of flew in under the radar in 2016 because when you take a look at our list of nominees for match of the year for example i mean you could easily put um that elgin nakajima match in there as well i mean he could have been on there a lot when you think about it
1: yeah yeah he had a strong year but it's one of those things where it just you know some some people kind of have to go unsung uh, and this is the this is the category that you can kind of recognize those people. So Michael Elgin number 2 was a surprise to me. Uh but a very happy surprise. I was very happy to see. Uh and then number 3 is kind of a uh a, a, a staple in in this category so far the two years that we've done it. And to me he's he's one of those guys that it's the epitome of. And when you look back at, at this guy's career and the like we talk about how Goto is that guy and and while This the person who won uh, the third spot, he's had more success as as the front face of the company. But I still think he got a real fucking raw deal a lot of times. And a lot of that has to do with that Anoki bullshit MMA stuff. Again, just just head shaking stuff where he would he wanted his pro wrestlers to be legitimate spiting stars. And he would put these guys in situations that they had no fucking business being in and they would get lit up. And not only do they get lit up in the ring, it just makes them look bad. Like, like the people can't—it's hard to, for people to take, you know, their world champion getting their ass kicked in an MMA match in 30 seconds seriously. So again, that hurt him, but he's he's made the most of his situation. And 2016 was it a, was, a, was a strong year for this guy. Uh, and I'll take this one, Colin. This is Yuji Nagata. the Eugene legendary Agata. Eugene Nagata. Oh, Blue Justice for you um in third place. So a uh, a uh, uh, a good performance and I'm glad that he got recognized as a, as an unsung hero. Um <coughs> oh excuse me.
2: Um you know something? If we yeah. would have um allowed voting, if if the cutoff point wasn't December fifteenth, I think that you might have seen Yuji Nagata rank even higher based on that match that he had with Nakanishi alone. Yeah. How
1: about that match? I still think about that match. I think he would have. I think he would have. That is a gem. And I,
2: I, I wouldn't be surprised if Nakanishi got some votes. Yeah, sure, some write-ins. I mean, th- that match is one of the the. I'll, I'll 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 give that an award right now. Oh, I'm going to create an award. That is the uh, the hidden gem of 2016.
1: I'm going to give it the. I'm going to give that award the celebrity
2: smile award.
1: Right? <laughs> How'd right? you come up with that? Because I'm a celebrity, Colin, and it made me smile. Huh? You're, a,
2: you're a star <laughs> of podcasting.
1: I'm an internet sensation. It's um, sweeping the nation. Yes. Literally. I, the, the Celebrity Smile Award. Um <laughs> because, again, even when I think about this match now, it does. It makes me smile. It's one of those matches. Uh, Taguchi got some votes for this, Colin. I don't know if you're aware. Uh, yeah. Rocky Romero. I'm surprised a- Taguchi
2: didn't uh, crack the top three. I mean, uh, what, what what a performance he had in Best of the Super Juniors. Yeah, he had a
1: great two months. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He had a great two months. Um, Goto, of course, winning. Sonata got a couple votes. Um, okay uh romero uh yeah those are there's a pretty much the uh, the uh, the top draw getters the, the vote getters uh but goto um i won't say hands down but um it was a, it was a three-way race goto elgin and nagata and that's how the voting went good job by our listeners
2: Alrighty, so now we move on to the final two categories uh, for the uh, 2016 PureCast End of Year Awards. And these were listener writing categories. And let's start off with the first one, listener's favorite wrestler.
1: Well, um, I think this one is hard because votes get split around because people have favorite wrestlers. Uh, Again, a guy like Tanahashi, who may not have done so well in Wrestler of the Year, still are are people's favorites. And he got plenty of votes. Uh, Okada, of course, getting plenty of votes. Uh, Ishii, getting plenty of votes. Shibata, plenty of votes. Uh, But the one guy that came uh, through uh, head and shoulders above the pack, uh, which I don't don't think it was surprising. um, But uh, just because, I don't know, for some reason I think uh, another guy gets a little bit more – buzz and being hot but he's just as hot and obviously he's uh uh our listeners favorite and they voted for uh in 2016 the favorite wrestler uh kenny omega kenny omega is your winner
2: kenny omega and this comes as no surprise to me and i'll tell you why you know we were talking about this um this american expansion that new japan is so keen on doing in 2017 and you know, this is obviously an English-speaking podcast that is uh, catering to that uh, Western audience. Even though we do have some folks uh, in Japan who do listen to us, but uh, you know, uh, what I'm trying to say here is Kenny Omega is at the forefront, in my opinion, of that um, North American expansion. So yeah, it's not it's not really surprising that he would be our listeners' favorite wrestler based on our audience.
1: Yeah, I thought Naito uh, – and again, we're looking at the votes, Naito was the guy that was on his tail. Yeah. Um, but I, I, again, Los Ingobernables being red hot. But yeah, I mean I think um, – like if you took – I don't want to say the average pro wrestling fan and showed them a picture of Naito and showed them a picture of Kenny Omega. I think more people would know Kenny Omega, I think. Um, and again, he's put in a nice little position now of headlining the dome, which helps. Uh, he's English-speaking. That helps. Uh, he's in a stable that while it's not the bullet club of old, it's still the bullet club and it still has its fans and it's following and it's, it's coolness factor. Um, he had a great year, great matches. So yeah, it's easy. I mean, wrestles a style. He definitely wrestles a, I don't want to say a modern style, but he, there's a lot of flash in his substance, right? Um, and he even gives you a little goofiness too, right? Some people really get turned on by the goofiness. So uh, he gives you the total package. So there's a lot to cling on to for Kenny Omega. There's a guy like me who loves the wrestling. Hey, he checks all the boxes. You got a guy who likes the comedy? Listen, he can check all the boxes. Um, English speaking definitely helps for a Western audience. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's not a shock um, that that he won, and and you definitely can see it. Uh, Do
2: you you think that he should now drop the cleaner moniker and be the total package, Kenny Omega?
1: (laughs) As long as he slams Yokozuna on a battleship, (laughs) he rides around on a
2: bus. That's all I'm asking for. All right. And then uh, last but not least, Colin, why don't you uh, wrap it up? Last but not least, the uh, final category here in our 2016 PuroCast End of Year Awards listeners, least favorite wrestler. And uh, Damon, I'll give you one guess on uh, who won this one.
1: Well, uh, listen, let me tell a quick story, if you don't mind. Go ahead. It was close. Was this it really? Was, I'm telling you, not. It was close, and it was shocking me. So why don't you give the winner, and then I'll give you who came in second.
2: Alrighty. So the winner, according to our listeners, their their least favorite wrestler, is none other than Bone Soldier slash Captain New Japan.
1: Right. So it was close because second place was Yoshi Tatsu, and it was
2: tight. Poor Yoshitatsu. <laughs> what I say? I'll tell you what. what. What'd I say? Yoshitatsu? I said Yoshitatsu, right? Yeah, you said Yoshitatsu. Oh, okay. oh, I'm just okay. saying, poor Yoshitatsu. I mean, because you really... You kind of feel bad for the guy because he almost killed himself in the ring, legit. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, he comes back after, you know, how long? And he, he's one of the boys, but he's just not... I. I hate to say that he's not a very good wrestler, but his matches stink. His, I'm yeah, gonna say, yeah, his, his matches, matches stink.
1: Stink. There's the, the character stinks. The Triple H ripoff. Nobody likes the original Triple H. We don't like a <laughs> copy of, of that, right? Um, For the thousands
2: was, in attendance.
1: <laughs> I mean, listen, it just doesn't work. It, nobody wants this. Um, it was tight, and a lot of the logic was, hey, you know what? Bone Soldier is just a bottom feeder. Right, he's just he's the he's just the you know one of those, you know he's a bottom of the card, just, blech, right. Everybody knows it, and it's kind of like that's what you get. Even though this Bone Soldier gimmick is the dirt worst, it's still Captain New Japan, and what do you expect? But Yoshi Tatsu, there was this feeling that he was going to be somebody and be someone, and and the fact that he's doing this really. Just bland and 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 uninspired.
2: Triple H ripoff gimmick. Like He's the people. Bullet Club hunter.
1: Ah, oh, get it's it? The, I get it. I don't want it. It's terrible. Like it's just it just seems like I don't. Oh. If, if
2: he really wanted to go all out and, and and complete the Triple H gimmick, he should come out with a shovel did <laughs> sledgehammer he's gonna come out no with no it. a shovel for burying people
1: oh oh, oh, oh. oh that, now now listen if he did that you got yourself uh you got yourself a wrestler of the year that should be his one. gimmick
2: b- burying talent
1: now you're talking so see look at you colin you turn this fucking thing right around hey wh- wh- kevin kelly get him a shovel <laughs> Get him. You know what I'm talking about. You lived it. You, you, you were there. You know what I'm talking about. Get that guy a shovel. Um, wow. Yeah. But that's that was the the logic and the reasoning behind a lot of people's votes for voting for Yoshitatsu. was just they just it's just they can't stand it. And again, the match is not great at all. Not even good. Bordering. I mean, you look at the worst matches of the year. He's in the majority of them, right? And he's he's in them. Uh. He's but in matches so,
2: that you know haven't received any stars, duds. Yeah, one and a halfs.
1: Yeah, um, and then again the Billy Gunn thing that that did did him no favors. It was just a horrible year for him. It was just a horrific year, and and him you know you know at the dome good commentary <laughs> oh. like there's nothing there's nothing that he did there's nothing that that Yoshitatsu touched
2: that was even marginally good. They tried I, you know. Uh, Kevin Kelly and Matt Striker tried to dangle okay, that carrot yeah. in in front well, of him. Well, it was Karina, wasn't it? No, no, no. It was it was, it was Matt Striker who oh, yeah, uh, yeah, did yeah, the commentary right at, at, at Wrestle Kingdom 10. I know you kind of forget that he even did commentary for New my Japan. Bad. Yeah, my but, bad. Uh, but yeah. um yeah, they tried to dangle that that carrot for him and and we talked about it um in our interview with kevin go back and listen to that it's a very insightful interview actually in the uh archives but as as much as they tried yoshi tatsu would just not bite
1: yeah i mean there was a lot of things going on there but yeah that was not a good job by him and and again his in-ring work has been average at best and again we know he's coming up the injury but how long I, i mean how long do you give him the benefit of the doubt with that Um, but yeah, he came in second though. Bone soldier, bone soldier. Oh, bone soldier. (laughs) Who came in third? Do you know? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, oh, well, uh, no, 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 no. Let me see. Um, Loa, Tonga Loa.
2: Okay. Tonga Loa. Well, I, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because he also got, uh, votes for most improved. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, again, we only look for one, um, one vote, right? We just we didn't do the top three, but yeah. Um let me see who else got votes. Did you, you Giro wanna... get
2: any votes there?
1: Oh yeah, he got a handful. He got a handful. Um Yano got a handful. Uh Chase Owens got a few. Uh Fale got a, a couple, not many. Um yeah, those those were those were the the mainstays that uh, Adam Page got a handful. Adam Page got a handful. Um we had some Hangman, people writing. My, my, my bad,
2: Hangman page. That's right, Hangman page. Hangman page. I, I, uh, I was just gonna say though, uh, we had some people writing some uh, very hurtful, things. scathing <laughs> things as it pertains to the Bone Soldier, like oh, things that even e- even we couldn't repeat.
1: No, on this no,
2: podcast.
1: No, uh, they were uh, very hurtful. <laughs> they really were <laughs> very hurtful. Um, look. Like, he didn't deserve all
2: that. Yeah, the guy uh, sucks, but uh, I, right, don't know. Right. I, don't, I don't want. <laughs>
1: right, right. Trust me, we're not even going to get into some of the stuff. Uh, but yeah, they were uh, <laughs> some of them. I I would read it, just, I, I would physically just go, "Oh God!"
2: <laughs> yeah, if we if we read them, we would have the FBI contacting <laughs> us asking <laughs> for these emails.
1: Uh, you you listeners are animals. Um, no. But, uh, yeah, so there you go. So that's that, least favorite bone soldier. And that, kids, puts a nice little ribbon, a nice little package for the 2016 PureCast Awards. I don't have to worry about this for another fucking year. (laughs) And done. There you go.
2: There you have it. Thus concludes the second annual uh, Purocast End of Year Awards. And once again, big thank you to all of our listeners who participated in this. Um, I think that these awards, Damon. I think that you would agree with this as well. It 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 really um, creates that sort of family environment that we have here. You know, we all love this product. We all love professional wrestling, and uh, this is one of my. Um, favorite things that we do here on this podcast. So thank you for participating and uh, can't wait to do it again next year at this time. Although Damon, I what? think that you're, you know, what? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah. All right. But, uh, that's that. I appreciate everyone's votes. now really. It was, it's a, uh, it, it, I echo, um, uh, Colin's feelings on this. This is a, you guys did a good job. I think with these. I think uh, n- none none of these awards at, was I sitting here thinking like oh my god these people are out of their fucking minds. Every 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 award uh, made sense. Every vote made sense. Uh, well, I can't say every vote made sense, but you know by by and large everything you know kind of fell in line of um, good logical thinking. Good logical thing we'll say. So so my hats my hats I have multiple hats and they're off to you guys. Well done.
2: Well, Damon, before we wrap up today's edition of the Purocast, uh, a couple things I want to touch on. Uh, number one, right. um, as our listeners are uh, listening to this on New Year's Day, you're probably going to be in the air. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to listening to the show actually in on in the air. Um, I'm looking forward. I'm actually looking forward to listening to um, the voices of wrestling flagship show. Uh, they have done a uh, wonderful job previewing the Wrestle Kingdom show. Um, so I'm looking forward to listening to that. I'll be watching some pro wrestling on the plane as well. So, uh, yeah, when I, when we get out here, I, I'm going to get some lunch and then uh, I'm going to finish packing and then, uh, I got a very early flight tomorrow.
2: Um, second thing that I wanted to, uh, touch upon here. Um, and this is actually a question that I want to pose to you. Um, I'll give you my answer, but, uh, let me throw it out there. What is your what what, what is the main thing as we march forward in two thousand seventeen that you want to see out of New Japan Pro Wrestling? What's the main thing that uh, you want them to do?
1: Growth. Like I, I I do want to see how they tackle this North American thing and do it without losing their shirt, doing it smartly, incorporating resources that they have here in the states, not just with Ring of Honor, but with i listen they, they have a lot of uh, look not for nothing but we're not the only podcast out there right but I, i'm very proud of what we've been able to accomplish um especially with a new japan audience and you know let's see what they can do to tap into some of the resources that they have here that can help them grow the audience here right um and i think these awards not to pump our chests a little bit but I think these awards play a large factor in that. And I think there are lots of things. I think the the Reddit group, right, the New Japan Pro Wrestling Reddit group, subreddit, is an outstanding resource. I think that the Voices of Wrestling team is an outstanding resource, right? They, Colin, they do every year, they do a yearbook. And I was supposed to, we were supposed to be involved in it. And we just couldn't find the time to, to do it. And I felt horrible. And they reached out to us to be involved in their yearbook we just couldn't make it happen, and I feel – I, I not let Rich know. I was like, dude, I am so sorry. I just literally don't have the fucking time with the holidays and everything to be involved. But that resource, the, the job that they do with that column is absolutely – I say the word a lot, but it is a tremendous job, and I don't know how they do it. Um, so when that gets released, and it's going to be soon, uh, guys, if it's $5, if it's $10, if it's free, if it's what, whatever it is, download it, buy it get it because i can't tell you what kind of resource this is they have l- blurbs about every single wrestler who wrestled in the promotion during the year it's, it's just a great job so that's a great resource um look, chris charlton in, in the twitter feed i was right? about to mention him it's just an outstanding resource right Dude, there's other podcasts, and I'll mention Strong Style. uh, Is it Strong Style Central or Strong Style Spirit? Right, they do it. It's a newer New Japan podcast. They 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 do a good job as well. Right, that's another resource. So I'm curious to see how they do that. Like, how do they incorporate these resources that they have? And and don't try and fly it alone, guys. Let let us let us be involved, because I think that we can help navigate some of those waters that might be a little bit tricky for you guys.
2: Absolutely. Well said, Damon. And uh, the main thing that I'm hoping to see New Japan accomplish in 2017, and this goes along with the American growth, um, they need an English-speaking uh, app for NJPW World. Now, with that being said, I was uh, telling you the other day, I actually uh, went out and I picked up a Chromecast, finally. And um, that is a big Big improvement, actually, from uh, yeah. having to hook up uh, the old HDMI cable from uh, my laptop to my television. Um, it looks great. It works flawlessly, at least for me. So um, I-, I-, I highly recommend that to uh, everyone who is still and in the vote. Yeah, I mean, I I, I paid uh, thirty five bucks for my Chromecast. I mean, that's... Yeah. I got I got a, I picked up two
1: extra ones on the ho- over the holidays. I got one for a gift, and I actually got one another one in the house. Twenty five bucks each.
2: Which uh, is is that like the uh, do you have like the hockey puck style one the round yep. okay yep
1: yep yep it hooks right in the back with the HDMI cable again it just makes life easier if you're watching New Japan World and even anything online so uh, if you want you want to improve your your watching experience twenty five bucks Chromecast get it
2: yeah in, in in the meantime absolutely pick up the Chromecast but in two thousand seventeen really New Japan needs to you know at the bare minimum get an English speaking website, but you know, well, they
1: do, they, they, they have it and it's horrific.
2: It's just exactly
1: like from a, from a, like, all right, listen, you know, I, I, I did from the digital marketing perspective, it's just horrific. Like from, from a crawlability perspective, like they just, it just, I just wish, give me 15 minutes. I'll fix your fucking website. I'll, you know, I'll have it search friendly, you know, we'll set up a real, pay-per-click campaign
2: come on people it you know, was fucking contact me i want to help that's one of the things that i would like to be able to uh do on njpw world i want to just be able to click in that search box and i don't know let's say i'm looking for uh okada versus goto from the new beginning 2014 i just want to be able to type in okada versus goto and then that will direct me to all of their matches rather than having to click on player name Right, translate. <laughs> and then, yeah, and I know. I know. It's, it's not just, the easiest thing in the world. It's a drag. I, I, it's not um conducive to American growth, quite frankly. Because I'll, I've said it before. I'll say it again. In the year 2017, we live in a. Um, instant gratification society that's just the way it is and people want to be able to turn on their their roku their amazon fire stick their apple tv whatever it is and just uh click on the app and everything is right there in front of them so i think that um getting a a real honest to god app on all of the uh, major streaming devices is going to be very crucial in their north american expansion.
1: Listen, I usually shit on on when you talk about that, but you're right for North American growth. Let's make it easy as possible. Let's make it as easy as possible for people to hop on board. Right? If that's the goal, again, if 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 North America is is a, is a goal in 2017 for New Japan, they've got to make they got to they got to think like an American. And, and that might be very difficult. That might be very difficult for a Japanese-based company. They need to they're, go they're get going, some
2: cheeseburgers and fries. <laughs>
1: right, right. We got to get some old fashions. Get a couple burgers in us, and we'll fucking fix this. All right. So that's that. So there. That that's our advice to them. That is correct. Let me give Let me let me finish it off with this, Colin. Sure. I know we did predictions. Any changes in your predictions, Omega, Okada? What 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 do you see
2: happening? Omega Okada. Well. It's kind of a toss up because I can I I can really see it going either way. Now, if they're really going, you know, um a full blast with this North American expansion, like I said Kenny Omega is your guy. He is the guy to lead the way. Um with that being said, I said it on uh our last episode, he has been getting the better of Okada so frequently now that it would not surprise me to see an Okada victory. Now, let me ask you this. If we do see an Okada victory and he retains, does that kind of hurt Kenny Omega's momentum in any way?
1: No. And let me let me throw a little fact at you that I shared. I posted this on the uh, Classic Japanese board. Okay. Food for thought. Uh, Naito, back three years ago, wins G1. Or four years ago, whatever it was. Wins the G1, yeah, right? 2013, I think. Yep. Loses at the Tokyo Dome. Okada, the next year, wins G1, loses at the Tokyo Dome, right?
2: He did that twice.
1: The year after that, Tanahashi wins G1, loses at the Tokyo Dome. This year, Kenny Omega wins G1. I wouldn't be surprised if he loses at the Tokyo Dome. New Japan is not a, a promotion, at least in the past, where they rush to do things, right? So if history recent history is on anyone's side, it's Okada to walk away as champion. Two, he, oh, you're right. Okada, does it does seem like he's got to get the upper hand, right? Uh, but there is that monkey wrench. If they're going to go all in on US, Kenny Omega is a guy that you, you probably want to put the belt on. Um, I'm going with Okada.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm also okay. going with Okada.
1: Yeah, I'm going Okada with the win. There is time for Kenny Omega. This is not going to hurt Kenny Omega. This is a loss here would not hurt Kenny Omega. Um, maybe we see a little, uh, you know, maybe we see a little Koto Ibushi again. That was always my hope, podcasts ago, right? Um, so maybe we have that finally paying off. But uh, if for an official prediction, I know it was fifty fifty last week. I'm going Okada as my final prediction.
2: And that's the great thing about this match because it really can go either way. You know, yeah. N- yeah. no. No one guy is solidified as being the winner. It's it's, yeah. it's not obvious at all.
1: No, it's not. And that's what makes it great. That's what makes it fucking great. Oh, Colin, this, this fucking show is going to be great. It's going to be great. And I'm excited for it. And listen, everybody that's listening to this show, if you're not excited for this, I don't know. Wake up. Wake the fuck up. Because it is on paper fantastic. Fan-fucking-tastic. I can't wait. I'm pumped up. Stay up late. Take a nap. Whatever you got to do. Watch it live. Uh, It's going to be exciting on paper. Maybe one of the more exciting shows of the year. Pants are down. Let's do this. I'm ready to go.
2: And on that exciting note, Damon, that wraps up our very first episode of 2017.
1: Well, that's good to know because I got a little packing to do. I got a flake to catch tomorrow. Colin, you have a wonderful new year. Uh, Our next show, I'll be. uh, We're gonna. I'm gonna doing it. I'm doing one from Tokyo, right?
2: Yeah. So uh, here's the plan, kids. Uh, Our Wrestle Kingdom 11 review and our New Year Dash review is going to take place on. uh, It's gonna be up on Sunday. So next Sunday, you will get our review for that show because just you know, uh, time wise, logistically, uh, I'll be at work. Damon will actually be there. We're not gonna be able to see the show at the same time obviously so you know it's it's not going to be an instant review but that it will be up on next sunday
1: yeah um you know maybe we'll post some feelings online who knows uh maybe we'll do
2: some col- live tweeting
1: uh colin won't give me access to the fucking twitter account will you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> i, I for, for that night i will
1: you yeah, really Yes, oh, you're gonna be asleep. Oh, it's like giving a toddler
2: a machine gun.
1: <laughs> you better rethink that logic. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Maybe, maybe alive tweet. week. But uh, I know that we're going to be. Uh, listen, who knows what's going to happen this week? So uh, we got a lot of things planned. I'm going to be meeting with a lot of people. Who knows? Who knows what nuggets we we get out of this week? So uh, yeah, I'll be in Tokyo for that show. So again, everyone enjoy Wrestle Kingdom. Enjoy the dash. Um, enjoy all the pro wrestling that's going on that week. Uh, it's exciting. Thank you for listening. Uh, bon voyage to me. And uh, for some of our listeners, some, some of these listeners are going over there. We'll see you over there. Um, we'll uh, tweet out the coordinates. We'll meet up. I think we're talking about the TGI Fridays, right, at Quirk and Hall, actually, the morning of How the show. How American of you. <laughs> right. But it's the only place. Honestly, it's the biggest place down there. It's like the most central place. Um, and and our, and our timelines all fucked up. So um, yeah, there's a TGI Fridays right next to Quirk, and so that's where we're kind
2: of thinking we're going to meet up. So um, yep, all right, we'll see you then. All right, so that is a wrap, ladies and gents. Remember NewJapanPuroCast.com your one-stop shop for all things Purecast. Links to all social media there: uh, Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher, iTunes, the whole bits and grinder. Uh, <laughs> grinder tumbler yeah. uh friend stared you know anything with an r if it ends in an r we're there <laughs> exactly and of course the great voices of wrestling podcasting network just go to voices like damon said earlier they also have some great new japan coverage going on over there those guys do a fantastic thorough job if i don't say so myself and uh like i said we are going to be back here next sunday to uh, give you our full review of wrestle kingdom 11 and uh new year dash so on that note for damon mcdonald my name is colin miller enjoy wrestle kingdom 11 and we shall talk to you next week